Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. My name is Carla Taylor, and I am your host for today's show and for all of these shows because I am all about bringing your brilliance, and we are here on the Inspired Choices Network. And I am here to talk about today the strategy for success as how to live the life of your dreams. And I'm saying this because I have been inspired and making the choices over the past 10 years that has gotten me to this place. And this place is where I am finally, completely, exactly where I've been trying to get for the past 10 years, and I am truly living the life of my dreams. So that is what I'm going to talk about today. I want to share with you a little bit more about my story And if you listen to the very first episode when I talked about my background and my journey to come to become the host of this show, Bring Your Brilliance, and my career journey to that point, this is kind of where that left off. So a little more about what we're going to be talking about today. Do you have dreams for your life and your work? And are you willing to do what? Whatever it takes to make those dreams a reality. So I'm going to be sharing my update from the very first month of January in 2020. So the first month of 2020, we also talked about launching and kicking off 2020. And 2020 was my year of clarity and vision and being able to truly amp it up. And I have done exactly that. And January has been the most amazing month, and I am now in my first month of fully living the life of my dreams, like I said. And so, yes, how did my January 2020 turn out to be even better than anything I actually could have imagined? So I'm going to also share what it truly takes to make it, finally, to the place you've always been dreaming of. So what did I do to get here, and how have I gotten through the past 10 years of really hard work to get to this point? Um, So I'm going to reveal those things, what my dreams are, and how long I've been dreaming of them, which I just told you, 10 years, and how it all came together when I kept moving forward and refused to give up. And then I said I was going to give you three tips, but I actually think I have five for you. So I'm going to give you a couple bonus tips (laughs) besides the first three tips that I was thinking of uh, when I talked about this show. So I am excited, as you can probably tell already, I'm very excited about being here. And I spent the very first month of January of 2020, um, a lot of it was out at Juniper Well Ranch. And I think I might have mentioned that before, but Juniper Well Ranch is this beautiful, amazing acreage, uh, 60 acres actually, of sacred ground in the Prescott National Forest of Arizona. And so it is a horse therapy farm 
but it's also a beautiful ranch up in the mountains in the desert with several different buildings and this beautiful center celebration area. They have a lot of weddings. They have a lot of retreats there. They have all sorts of things that they're doing to bring all sorts of amazing people in there and get to experience that space. So um, it is a place I first found out about when I went to a conference last year called Hive Global Leadership Summit. And I probably talked about that more than once. I know I don't know how many different times and how many different shows, but I do know I talked about having gone to Hive out in California at a place called 1440 Multiversity. And what's really interesting is I've actually met several people now from really different places, including Matthew Patty, who I had on a few shows ago, from Australia, who also had been to that 1440 Multiversity. So I do know that that is a very special place. And they've got some amazing programming actually coming up this year. They've got the, and I can't remember his name right now, but the man who wrote The Four Agreements. And if you've never read The Four Agreements, that's a beautiful, wonderful book. Um, Elizabeth Gilbert is going to be there. A whole bunch of the people that I've been reading their work. And um, when I was there, Marianne Williamson, Marianne Williamson was there, and she is like, my absolute favorite, favorite quote about, you know, who am I to be playing it small? And in fact, everything I've ever done is about her quote. And I know I've read it before, and I can reference it again in the show notes. But it is, it is about not being afraid of your light and at going out there and shining it brightly. And by doing so, you unconsciously give everyone around you permission to do the same. And that's really the journey I've been on for the past 10 years. And so what what am I talking about, first of all? Let me tell you about my dream. <laughs> because 10 years ago, I had been through a lot in my life. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life, but I knew that there was something much more available to me. And in fact, before I had my triplet children, I'd been on a track of helping people learn and grow. And I was actually doing instructional design is what it's called, where you are looking at adult education and training and figuring out all the different ways to help people learn across an organization, within a topic area, whatever it is that you're working on. But it's the, the methodology of how to take a lot of information and synthesize it down into bite-sized chunks and so people can learn it. And so that's what my, my master's degree is in, which I'd gotten many years ago, <laughs> more than 10. And I had done that work and worked for a lot of corporations. In fact, I worked at Eli Lilly was the, the main place that I worked before I, I quit because I was pregnant with triplets. And so I was used to taking lots and lots and lots of information and talking to lots of subject matter experts and doing a lot of research and figuring out the best way to learn something and breaking it down, which is what I've now been applying to how I'm helping people with their LinkedIn marketing and helping them do that brain dump where uh, they can you know, be the thought leader that they are and then I help them make it sound really <laughs> easy to understand and where people can follow them. And so... I've been on this career path, and I kept trying a lot of different jobs, and I just didn't fit. I think I even told the story about one of my first jobs where I literally got uh, dinged in my performance review because I smiled too much, and that has never, <laughs> of course, you can't forget something like that, but that just has never left me about how small, even my smile 
people were trying to make me in these different roles that I was in. And I know there's a lot of great things about corporate America. And, in fact, I love working with corporations because I'm much better coming in from the outside and helping them rather than trying to be in a smaller place inside of them. So I'm not bashing them at all. It just didn't fit for me. But I know a ton of people who absolutely love their corporate jobs, and it does fit for them. And that is fantastic. And that's also what I help people do is find their right jobs that fit for them. So nothing about what I'm saying has anything to do with with corporate America being awful. It just happened to be that was a very old school place I was working. But it just showed me time and time again, no matter where I tried to fit, I was not fitting. And I was not happy about the fact that I wasn't fitting because I wanted, you know, that one's actually a great company and 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 Eli Lilly is a great company and all these different companies that I really wanted to fit in. Um, my dad, I had even shared, had a wonderful career. His whole life career was with Eli Lilly and it was a wonderful company for him and our family. We got to travel the world. We got to live in Taiwan and Japan. So there's so many great things about corporations. So if anybody's listening to this, I don't want anybody to think I'm against corporations because I love corporations and all the things that they're doing in the world. And it's not for me. So I learned that a while ago. <laughs> Um, probably, I would I guess, 10 years ago when I came back into my career after having had my triplets and I had stepped out of that job, mostly because I was actually pregnant with my triplets, but I also knew it was a good thing and good timing because I really didn't want to stay there and I didn't really have a reason to leave, especially with my parents who were very proud of me for being at this great job with a great company. And um, so leaving because of my pregnancy was a good reason, and it also kind of gave me an out that I deep down knew I needed. And so I stayed home, of course, <laughs> with my children, which was amazing, and they're beautiful, and oh my goodness, the, well, yes, the amount of work was huge. <laughs> and the joy and, and the love of these three beings that all came out of me at the same time, and just getting to see them, you know, some of my best, best memories of them when they were little is seeing them all when they were little. They were so little. They were all in the same crib uh, horizontally instead of whatever the different <laughs> ways you would orient in a crib. But they were, they were so tiny, all three of them could be in the same crib. And seeing them sleeping at night, oh, it just moved my heart like nothing else. I'm actually getting emotional thinking about it because it was so sweet. And there's also nothing better than babies laughing at each other and the joy that they would have from each other that I would have from them. So there are so many wonderful things about my babies, even though it was also, you know, work. It was 30 diapers a day at the beginning and, you know, all of the things that come with having triplet children. So obviously from that, I'm also used to working really hard <laughs> and doing a lot more things at once than most people probably do. But I've always kind of been that way. I was actually talking to a group yesterday, and I was talking about I've had this idea in my life that things have to be hard, that in order for it to be good, it has to be hard. And I've heard other people say that before, and I know, I don't know if it's something about, you know, you think in school when you work really hard, if you're smart, to get to the good grades or whatever it is, but I've just had that in me always. And I remember when I was probably, I don't know, 10 or 11, I decided I wanted to learn how to cook. And rather than taking on something more simple like, you know, spaghetti or scrambled eggs or something that most normal people would have started with, I thought, no, I have to have something really hard, 
something really challenging. The biggest challenge I can think of is what I have to learn how to cook so I know I'm a good cook. So I kid you not, the very first thing I ever cooked was a souffle. <laughs> and thinking back now, I'm like, what was I thinking? But that's how my brain works. It is always for me, it seems like to be proving that I can do it and I'm the best I can be at it. I have to pick the hardest thing and do that. Um, so yes, my very first thing that I ever cooked was a souffle, and I did it. It was actually really, really good. It didn't fall. I had one later that did, but the first one was perfect. I was so proud of myself. Um, but that's also kind of been a theme in my life, that I've made things harder than they have to be. And so that's something I've also been working on a lot. And I'm getting better at that as well. <laughs> so... But as you can hear from all of these things already, I whether I try to or not, you know, I didn't really try to have triplets, but I tend to take on the biggest challenges to be, you know, a great mother, great cook, all of the different things. And so 10 years ago, um, I had come out of my first marriage, and my first marriage was very, very abusive. I had an ex-husband who was very angry at the world and angry at me. Um, not really at me, but just blasted it at me. And I left him when my children were four years old. So now I'm a single mom of four-year-old triplets. And as you can imagine, coming out of an abusive marriage especially, I was incredibly broken. And I spent the next three years pretty severely depressed, although I didn't know to call it that at the time, but I really, really was. And I had an extremely hard time getting through the next three years. And so my kids were four, and three years later they were seven. So I am going to take a break right now, and I, when I come back, I'm going to pick up there. So I've left my first husband. My children are seven, and I was very depressed. So what happened from there, I will share when we come back from our break. Again, this is Carla Taylor. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show, and we are talking today about how to finally live the life of your dreams. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. 
with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Network. My name is Carla Taylor, and you are here with me on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. Today, we are talking about living the life of your dreams and the strategies for success of how to do that. Right before the break, I was sharing about what I went through and how I got to beginning to even dream my dream. And so I had left my first husband. My kids were four at that time. The next three years were really, really kind of a blur for for all the reasons that <clears throat> make sense of when you've been very mentally and emotionally abused and at the end it became physical and that's exactly when I left. I, you know, the first day that happened, I left the next day. But it took a toll on me and it took everything out of me and my self-esteem was in the gutter and I couldn't understand how I'd even gotten myself into that situation and just all of the things. And I had two stepchildren that I could no longer protect. I had three triplet children that, you know, of course, trying to raise them completely on my own. He'd left the country. He wasn't paying child support. I mean, it was really, really tough. Um, and I barely survived. I was in, you know, I'd get it up. I'd get my kids ready. I'd do the bare minimum for them but I was doing nothing for me, and I was simply existing. And this was also um, a time when I couldn't really work because my children were, you know, childcare was too expensive. So I had to do some different odds and ends and some freelance work, and I just was also scraping by um, financially as well. So it was really, really tough. In fact, during that time, we were picked as the needy family at my children's school. And it's not, it wasn't funny at all. I kind of laughed when I said it, but we, it was really devastating to be in that position. And I'd always been the person helping the needy people. It was me being needy. And my, my first husband actually had worked for a large company and made six figures. And so that was not, not me. And it was really, really tough. But it was meant to be this gift. And it was meant to be lovely and helpful. And it really took a lot for me to be able to receive that. And that's one of the lessons I learned from that is actually we think we're doing so much good and it makes us feel good to give to the people who need it. But for the people who need it, it can be devastating to be in that position. So think about that when you're helping people to be kind to them and help them actually be able to receive the gift that you're giving because um, it's not a place anybody really wants to be in. And so, but it was it was wonderful and it was lovely and it was helpful and it helped us for that Christmas that year. And all of these experiences have, have really helped me learn so much about the world and how the world works. And so I got to the point of, realizing my life had to be different. I could not stay there. I couldn't be the needy family again. I couldn't be depressed anymore. I had to do something different. 
And so what I did at that point, my children were seven, and I went to this program, and it's called Zarvos um, here in, in Indiana. Uh, there's a man named Jim Zarvos and his wife, Nora, and ZarvosCoaching.com if you want to look it up. But they do have programs in other places in the world, but they happen to be located and headquartered here in Indianapolis. And it's a very similar program to if you've ever heard of Landmark or some of the other ones that are really deeply transformational programs. Um, there's the originator of all of it is EST, if anybody knows what I'm talking about. But it's really about becoming awake to the world around you and how you're showing up in the world and understanding the ways that the choices that you make are actually what is causing the things that you're experiencing in your life, not just the choices like the big choices, which obviously those will, but the choices of how you're interpreting what's happening around you and the narrative that you are are telling yourself and others about what's happening in your life because there's the thing that happened. But then there's also the way you're reacting to it and then the way you're telling everyone else about it. And most of us, just naturally being human, tend to paint ourselves as the victim. And when you're in a victim mindset and you're talking about everything happening to you and my life is so hard and my husband was abusive and I was a single mom and all the things. And I had some really good stories because, you know, when I do something, I do it to the extreme. And even being a victim, I was in a very extreme victim position. And it wasn't that I chose to go there or be there, but it's how my life was at the time and also how it felt to me. And I learned that every single thing that happens is neutral, truly neutral. And we are the ones who interpret what we think about it and how we tell that story. And yes, I was with a man who was terrible to all of us, to all of his children, to me. But I also chose that man having seen the red flags early on and not understanding what I was seeing or not understanding what it really meant. I even We'd gone to counseling before we got married and the counselor talked about him being a narcissist and I was so naive. I didn't really understand. I just knew, okay, you're concerned about yourself, but I didn't know that's like who he was or, you know, I didn't understand what that term meant. It's now become much more wild, widely, widely used. At the time, he had gone through a previous divorce. He was hurting from that. It made sense to me that he would be licking his own wounds. You know, I didn't, I didn't understand a lot of things. And so, I also made choices to go forward with someone that I saw some problems early on with and I thought I was strong enough that I could help him, I could heal him, I could love him and it would keep getting better. And so, you know, whatever it is that you're going through, if you're feeling like a victim of everything happening to you, there are parts, of course, that are hard and hurting and awful, but there's also a lot of choice that you have made to get to where you are. And one of my very first coaches made me actually put this on my phone, I guess a screensaver or something, that said, I am responsible for everything in my life. And when I first had to write that down, when I was in that state of being with, you know, seven-year-old now triplets, I'd been through everything, and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not responsible for my ex-husband. I'm not responsible for the court system coming after me. I'm not responsible for not being child support. And, you know, all the things that were hurting me and, and, and making my life so hard. But, I am responsible because I am able to respond. I am responsible to make choices from this point forward and to deal differently with what's happening to me and, in fact, even change my language and realize that everything is not happening to me. Everything is happening 
for me. And when I shifted that and I started saying, you know, it's a have to do, I get to do, I get to make dinner, I get to change diapers back then, I get to do all of the things of even, you know, the day-to-day taking care of my children. I get to do this. And when you start coming from an attitude of truly being grateful and and understanding that every moment is a choice point, it changes everything. And so that's the very first thing I did to be able to get to where I am today of of taking ownership of everything in my life and every choice I was making and every way I was telling my story to myself and everyone else and becoming awake and aware to all of that and understanding my role in it. And then the freedom, the freedom of responsibility, which I did not understand for the longest time. But responsibility is freedom to choose a different response. So when you take full ownership and full responsibility, it's not a blame thing. It's not a blame, shame, guilt thing. It's a freedom to make a different choice and to have your life be different. And you are the creator of your own life. There's the great creator, God, the universe, whatever you call that. I call it God, but other people call it other things. The all, I've heard someone call it. But God creates the entire world that we live in, but we create the world experience that we're having. So, you know, to get a little philosophical here, you know, God is the great I am, and we are the I am of our own lives as well. And that's why affirmations and things like that, when you say, I am powerful, I am strong, I am beautiful, I am positive, whatever you're saying, you're claiming who you are and you're actually creating it in that sentence. And that's why they make us feel so much differently when we say it. So first and foremost, become awake and aware of the role that you're playing in your life and understand that everything is happening for you for you to learn from, for you to go through an experience that you have to go through to be stronger on the other side, to see the world differently, to break apart what you've believed up until now. Every single breakthrough I have ever had has been preceded by a breakdown. And at first I then was beating myself up for being in breakdown. I went through a ton of breakdowns when I was in the Zarvos coaching program. It's called Breaking Through. And in order to break through, I had to break down my former way of thinking and my former beliefs and the ways that I was holding myself back so that I could break those open and see it differently and put it back together in a different new way. And so that's been the biggest starting point of my journey is to open myself up to new possibilities, to see the world differently, to be fully responsible for every choice, which also means I get to choose differently in each new moment if I don't like what I had before. And it becomes incredibly empowering when you have that freedom and that ability to respond to whatever comes your way. So that is really the secret (laughs) of where all of this began and how I now live my life in that way that I am choosing, even though a lot more happened after that that I didn't want and I didn't want to choose. But as it happened, I got to choose how to see it and how to respond to it. And that is the biggest difference and what I've been learning on this journey, this very long hard road that I have been on. I have been through, um, I couldn't walk for a year. I had, it turned out, this this large tumor sitting right on the base of my spine. I had horrible sciatica pain. I didn't know that for a year. I literally could hardly walk. I had a cane. I had to be in a wheelchair in the airport. It, it was awful, but I kept going and I kept trying and I 
even went to Hawaii and stood up on a paddleboard even in that state and, you know, all the things. I was never, ever going to give up. And that's the other thing is to never give up. And so going through the hardships, my second husband, another horrific story and another type of abuse and, and, and terrible things that my family and I survived and lived through and thrived after having gone through it because we made a different choice this time. We knew from the first time around that if we let this thing overwhelm us, whatever it was, that thing that happened, if we let it break us completely and we started living in fear, I knew that that bitterness and that fear would absolutely destroy me the second time around because this was a man that I fully, truly loved more than I'd ever loved my first husband. I didn't even know what love was back then. And having this devastation happen with a man that I completely loved and had my business with and everything that we had together. And when that was ripped apart, the only thing I knew is that I had to make a love-based choice instead of a fear-based choice. So we are here on Inspired Choices Network. We're talking about the choices you make. This is a Bring Your Brilliance radio show. My name is Carla Taylor, and I will continue with this story when we come back from the break. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Do you struggle to answer what do you do because you do many different things? Do you want your future clients to know, like, and trust you? Do you want to make LinkedIn work for you? If you're ready for extreme clarity and confidence with opportunities flooding your LinkedIn inbox, Carla Taylor's Bring Your Brilliance Coaching Masterminds and Workshops give you the exact steps to get it done. Don't have time to do it yourself? Carla's LinkedIn Content Ghostwriting Service is exactly what you need. Schedule your free consultation today at bringyourbrilliance.as.me or go to bringyourbrilliance.net. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. Today, we are here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Carla Taylor, and today we're talking about the strategies for success of how to live your life, the life of your dreams. And I've gone way deeper into this conversation than I intended to, but I know it's also an important part of my journey, and it's important to know when you have a dream you can go from any circumstance. It doesn't matter how severe or awful or hopeless your current situation seems. You know, here I am, a completely broke, needy family, 
mom, single mom of triplets with no child support. The recession is hitting. I mean, hit after hit after hit after hit that I walked through. And it was not easy. It wasn't even... It, it, it blows my mind, actually, to, to realize that I, all of that I've been through. But I got through it one day at a time. And actually, at times, it was one hour at a time or or 10 minutes at a time or five minutes at a time or one minute at a time. There were times in the, in the thick of it with the triplets when they were little and there were times in the thick of it when I was so depressed and there were times in the thick of it after everything happened with my second husband and my whole life was ripped completely apart that I couldn't think through anything beyond where I was and I couldn't get there. And I didn't see it. I didn't see any future. I didn't even see the next hour of how I could get through it. But I could focus on right now. Right now. And at times, all I could think about, all I could think about, the only thing I could have in my head is that I trust God. And God is love. And that's it. Those are the only two things that I could have in my head. But I knew that God is love. And love is the only way to respond. And like I said, the first time I was so broken, it devastated me. I was in this deep depression. I had such a hard time. And I knew this time around it was so much worse. And I couldn't go there because I would never come out of it. And I knew my kids needed me and I needed me to be better. And so I made a different choice. And I made a choice at the beginning, to just stay in the present and continue to say that over and over in my head, I trust God and God is love. And I'd get up and I'd get the kids to school and they'd get on the bus and I'd little, literally crumple in a heap of wailing cries because it was so hard. But that's where I was. And I just, you know, eventually stopped crying so much and I eventually picked myself up and I reached out for help and I reached out to friends and I wasn't afraid to ask because I knew if I didn't, I wouldn't make it. So be willing to ask for the help that you need and be willing to receive it. I talked about being a needy family and how hard it was to receive that. But that's one of the reasons why I had to learn that lesson because when I really needed people, I had to humble myself enough to ask for the help that I needed. And I didn't have to tell them everything I was going through. I just needed to tell them I needed them. And there were only one or two people in my life who actually knew what I was going through, but everyone else just knew I was in crisis and that I needed help. And I asked for things like meals or to come and sit with me and my family during a meal because we needed someone else there to get through our pain. And so if you're listening to this, sorry, if you're listening to this, and you're having a hard time, know that you will get through it and know that people will help you. Even if they don't know why, even if you don't know them that well, you know if somebody asks for help and you know they really need it, you will do whatever it takes to help them. And it's a gift for you to be able to help people. So don't be afraid to ask for that help. So... (laughs) I was actually going to be sharing this incredibly triumphant story of all of the wonderful things that are happening in my life now. 
But I think I needed to tell you how deep and dark it got first so that I truly can have the gratitude of having made it. And let you know if you need hope right now that it does get better and it will get better and you will get to where you're trying to go. And there's nothing wrong with you if you're going through a hard time and you are not a bad person if bad things have happened to you. And there are so many good people in the world. There's so much love available to you when you open up to it. And it doesn't mean romantic love or anything else. But first of all, when you feel it, when you open your heart to feel God's love around you, it is love that you are bathed in constantly when you open yourself up to, to, to feel it and understand that it's there. It's right there in the now. It's not in the past and all of the things that you're feeling depressed about. And it's not in the future and all the things that you're anxious and worried about. It's right now in the present. In the present, you have everything that you need in the present to feel that love. And that is what gets you through each moment. So I went from this very dark place, from this very challenging place. And I knew I couldn't stay there. And I went through the Zarbos Coaching Breaking Through program And I opened up to what I was doing and the role I was playing in all of this and understanding that I had different choices available to me and starting to make life different choices. And I did make a different choice when I was in another devastating situation a few years later. And I lost everything. I lost everything in my business. I had uh, joined businesses with my second husband and we were doing really well. And the not the recession, but the... um, healthcare situation changed dramatically and we had mostly healthcare clients. And so right after we got married, we actually lost $70,000 of business in 45 days. We just had our honeymoon. We just built this beautiful house. It was absolutely devastating. And I know that's part of why things got so fractured and why things went so off the rails with my ex-husband. And he, he couldn't handle it. He didn't make good choices. But I could because I'd lost everything before and I then lost him and everything with him and it nearly crushed me but I didn't let it crush me and I got through that and I got through having this tumor and just all of the things that I have survived to get to this point and I realized I couldn't live in survival either. I had to keep pushing past that and start creating and the way to get out of survival and the way to get out of the darkness is to create. So if you can do nothing else, pick up a, a pencil and draw something or go and get a crayon or or just, you know, start creating, writing, write in your journal, write a piece of music, listen to music. But being around creativity, being out in nature, oh, my goodness, that's one of the things that helps me the most. So know what it is that helps take you out of this extreme survival into coping, beyond coping, into inspiring, and then eventually getting up into that peak way of living. Because every time you create and push, not just avoid pain, but actually push past and push through it and get through to the, to the front of it and pull yourself to the front through the creativity. When you're creating, you're going even further past where you were meant to be currently, and it gets you to the next step. So create and then take action and do the thing. And so I started living my life that way. I started taking action on my dreams, and I started dreaming. Because before that, I wouldn't even let myself dream because I was in survival. And so 10 years ago, I finally I had dreams. And it's actually how I met my ex-husband. My second husband is that he was leading this dream workshop. 
And in that workshop, and it was Matthew Kelly's The Dream Manager, and that's another wonderful book and series, Matthew Kelly, The Dream Manager, and The Rhythm of Life are amazing, especially The Rhythm of Life is what The Dream Manager is based on. So Matthew Kelly's The Rhythm of Life, run and get that book if you don't have it. I I love that book, and that's part of what has helped me a lot. And so I um, I, I let myself dream for the first time in a long time in that dream workshop where I first met my, my second husband. And my dream at the time, at the very end, we did this process and we, we wrote down our wildest dream. If you could have anything you wanted, what was your wildest dream? And my wildest dream, as it came out of me, was to travel the world transforming lives. I didn't actually know what that meant exactly. I didn't know what that looked like exactly. But at the time, I had recently just actually completed the Zarvos Coaching Breaking Through program. I absolutely loved the transformational work and the transformational coaching that was happening there. And as I mentioned, Jim Zarvos traveled to different places of the world and, and leading these transformational programs. So as I wrote down that dream, the next thought in my head was like, oh, my God, I want to be Jim Zarvos. And I'm like, no, I don't. But that's what it feels like at this moment because that's the only way I could see that happening. So I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I I wanted to travel the world transforming lives. And I just was like, you know what? Okay, I wrote that down. I don't think it looks like the way Jim Darvis was doing it, but maybe, maybe eventually I'll I'll become in that level of, of things and actually tried to for a while. I, I started coaching with him and volunteering and doing all sorts of things with that program, but it wasn't where I was meant to be. And so, you know, I got to do a lot of really wonderful things, but it clearly wasn't the path for me to do that. So then I actually created a program called Vibrant Life. And I started teaching and coaching people about how to live their vibrant life and sharing a lot of these lessons learned. And and really, it helped me as much as it helped them. And it was I did it for free. I did it once a month. Actually, I did it a Friday and a Saturday, so depending on people's schedule, they could come. And it was this wonderful program, and it set me up to be able to actually bring that same type of training to a lot of different companies in a lot of different ways. And so all of these things that I kept building since that point were were pieces of the puzzle along the way of where I was going. Um, so I, I I started building that, and then I, I had this innate need and desire to connect people. And I started connecting people in lots of different ways. I was connecting people when I was out networking. I started building programs for companies. I worked for an organization with a company called True You, and, and they had a program called My Best Life, which basically took everything that I'd done for Vibrant Life, and I helped build that for them. And all of these building blocks that I was collecting, all these dots I was collecting, I was going out and collecting all of these dots of information and of of skill building and of seeing the world a certain way. I didn't know how to put them all together yet, but I kept collecting all of those dots. And eventually you see how all the dots fit together and you understand what it has all been for. But it's taken me 10 years to fully figure that out. So I will share more about that and how I started connecting all of those dots and how I got to where I am today and even share where I am today. When we come back, again, my name is Carla Taylor. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. 
what if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Do you struggle to answer what do you do because you do many different things? Do you want your future clients to know, like, and trust you? Do you want to make LinkedIn work for you? If you're ready for extreme clarity and confidence with opportunities flooding your LinkedIn inbox, Carla Taylor's Bring Your Brilliance Coaching Masterminds and Workshops give you the exact steps to get it done. Don't have time to do it yourself? Carla's LinkedIn Content Ghostwriting Service is exactly what you need. Schedule your free consultation today at bringyourbrilliance.as.me or go to bringyourbrilliance.net. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Bring Your Brilliance. My name is Carla Taylor, and we are here on Inspired Choices Network. We are talking today about living the life of your dreams, and I've been sharing way, way deeper than I meant to, but I've been sharing my story of how I've been getting to where I'm getting and where I've gotten in the first part of 2020. And as you know, because I'm doing the Bring Your Brilliance radio show, Bring Your Brilliance is what I'm doing now, and I have learned all of these things. I was talking about collecting and connecting dots before we we broke this last time. And so I've been collecting all these dots and all this information and all of the things I've learned how to do. And a year ago, I decided to shut down my tech startup that I was working on, and I decided that I needed to do some things differently and have more flexibility and freedom to focus on what really mattered, which is my children as they are finishing out their high school years. And I also love helping people know who they are and what lights them up and helping them bring their brilliance. And I did it for a long time in career coaching and leadership development and leadership coaching, executive coaching, all the things where I was helping people at this deeper transformational level. And again, if you listened earlier to my story, this dream I had was to travel the world transforming lives. And I... um was working on the transforming lives part. It wasn't what I thought of how I did it through the, the Zarvos program, but it was I learned different ways to do that and to bring this coaching and create vibrant life and create some of the different coaching programs that I had and really dig in with people and help them find their aha moments and remember who who they are and how amazing they are and to see themselves maybe even for the first time as this this incredible person and all the gifts and talents and their unique blend of superpowers, which is what I call your brilliance. And so I've been doing this work for this past year. My year last year for 2019 was 
fun. I decided I was working so, so hard, and especially being a single mom of triplets with a tech startup, I was working night and day and weekend, literally around the clock. I never, ever had any fun. So when I shut down and I decided to, to have a more lighthearted version, a simpler version, I mentioned at the very beginning I tend to make things really hard, and so I was looking for ways to simplify and to make things more simple and to make it fun. And so I started having a lot of fun. I started going out with friends. I started kayaking. I bought a kayak. I went and drove convertibles. I did all sorts of things last year that brought so much more fun into my life. And it really woke me up to seeing not just possibilities of what I could build and do and and grow, but also like how to just be silly and goofy and have fun. And I've learned what a huge value that is. Everything gets to be simple and everything gets to be fun no matter what you're doing and no matter what you're building. And it really doesn't have to be hard. And I think that's another one of those dots that I collected and, and information. I actually learned how to be deliberate about having fun. And now I've added play and fun and creativity and all of those things that I was missing back into my life so that it actually has made everything else that I'm doing so much easier. And I have been loving my Bring Your Brilliance journey of helping people to see and then bring and 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 bring their voices to the world in the different ways. I've helped artists. I've helped CEOs. I've helped a lot of different people who had different types of brilliance to bring to figure out how they can get it out there. And again, make it simple and easy and fun for them too. So that's the journey I've been on and that's what I've been doing and that's how I entered 2020 was in that place. And I started uh, January of 2020. If you heard the beginning of this episode, I talked about being at the ranch. It's called Juniper Well Ranch. And I'd gone for the first time in October. I was invited to come back and bring my children because a lot of those dots I'd been collecting, I actually started helping the woman who runs the ranch and owns the ranch is the steward of the ranch, steward of the land. Her name is Margaret Blessing. And I might have even shared the story. I don't know if I did or not about how she and I met. But she is such a blessing to my life. But she's a brilliant woman. She's done so many different things in her life. She's a tech startup founder of this new technology that she um, invented. And so all that stuff I had done, even with my tech startup, suddenly came into play. And all of those dots of information and people and resources that I collected, I now could give to her and help her and help her to get her business where it needed to be and, and on a track that she wasn't yet on. And she was so grateful. She actually invited me and my kids to come and and do our own deep emotional healing therapy program. She's also a licensed therapist at her ranch. So that's how I started 2020. January 1st to the 8th, we went out to the ranch, my kids and I, and we had this incredible experience where they got to see and experience their own magnificence in this place with people who didn't know them but immediately saw it and loved them. And it was just this incredibly powerful experience for my family. And then I came home and in two weeks got my my second husband who had been avoiding me and not doing anything for a year to try to get this divorce final. And I got him to sign the papers and I got him to give me possession of the house that was in my name. And then I took this really not great shape house that he had handed over to me and I completely flipped it around and, and renovated, changed everything, the, the horrible landscaping outside and 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 I repainted it all. I did all of that in two days and I got it on the market. And then I went back to the ranch. Um, at the end of January, there was a Hive Entrepreneur Network retreat and it was CEOs that have $1 million to $250 million businesses. 
And I was invited to come and be a part of that because of all of the help that I had given to Margaret and her business and because of the different connections I had. And so I'm here with these 35 powerful leaders from all around the world, and I'm meeting all of these amazing, beautiful, wonderful people, and I'm getting to be there and helping them and and bringing their brilliance to whatever they were doing as well. And it just, everything became so beautiful and magical. And while I was there, on Friday of that weekend, my divorce was final and the judge signed off on it. And on Saturday, my house went up for sale. And by Saturday afternoon, I had three offers. And on Sunday, I got to accept the offer from this family who had been dreaming of this home for themselves and their child and had been looking for a house for two years. And my house that I had to sell now that I would fixed it all up was their dream home, and I got to give them their dream home on Sunday. And then on Monday, I was offered to work with Hive to be able to help them travel the world and transform lives and help bring my brilliance, their brilliance, bring your brilliance, what I'm doing with that, to the Hive Network and become a part of their core team. And I literally will get to spend the rest of my life traveling the world, helping people in global living communities and helping CEOs and powerful, impact-driven, heart-centered, purpose-led leaders all over the world to make an even bigger difference than they already are. And that is what I have learned how to do by having my dream, being purposeful about who I surround myself with and asking for help, by keep showing up and keep going and keep collecting those dots and keep making it happen, and it will happen. So keep going and keep growing and keep doing that thing that you know, you don't even know how it looks. You may have to align and adjust it along the way, but have the vision, have the dream. Allow yourself to dream and then keep after it and keep adjusting it and keep figuring it out as you go because eventually it will all come together and it will all align and it is the most amazing place to be to finally, and literally people I have met along the way, including Margaret and now Morgan and Faith and all these people that I know I have met my soul family who see me and love me and understand everything I have to give and they want me to give it. And it is awesome. And all of them have said to me, independently of each other, you've made it. You are here. And it will be beautiful and wonderful from here on out. So go out there and be bold, be brave, be beautiful, be you, and bring your brilliance to everything you do. Keep going. Don't stop. It will happen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, keep...